DC chillin', PG chillin', my name Wale and I came to get it, came to get it, came to get it, my name Wale, shit. Welcome back everybody to the All Things Sports Podcast. The second time I got my boy Eshawn back on, what a season from Penn State. We talked to him just before or just at the beginning of the season. Penn State has had such a fun season. I've loved watching them. I'm sure the locker room has been amazing. And thanks to this guy right here. So what's going on, Eshawn? How we doing, my guy? What's up, man? How's everything going? I'm all good. All good. I'm ready for March to start. I'm sure you're ready for March to start. So, you know, just, you know, let us hear it. What's the locker room like? How's everything going? What's it like to be a part of such a special season? Uh, locker room's good. You know, we, we just lost in the finals of the Big Ten tournament. Unfortunately, couldn't get the job done at the end. But we're playing our best basketball heading into the most important time of the year to be doing so. So we're really confident in the locker room. Yeah, I know that loss happened against Indiana, but it was in the finals. And you guys had quite the run to get there. So definitely should be proud of yourselves and a well-deserved 10 seed. And I wanted to ask you, do you believe that that is the right ranking for you guys? Is that like a well-earned 10 seed ranking or do you think you should have been higher, lower? What do you think? Uh, the people that do like the brackets, like the committee, like they have like a really like hard job when it comes to like determining seating, like a lot of stuff like goes into it. So, I mean, we were the 10 seed heading into the big 10 tournament, I believe. So, it's going to be hard to change your seating that much just through like the performance to the big 10 tournament. So I'm not really sure like what their criteria is, but like, I'm sure they have a reason behind why they put us at 10 and I'm not too upset. You know, it's just a blessing to be able to be in the tournament. Exactly. So you guys play Texas A&M, you know, mm-hmm. how do we feel coming into that game? Um, you know, have you guys been, doing some prep have you already been studying do you know how they play like are you guys think you're ready going into that matchup oh uh, yeah we started uh preparing you know we just we just got back last night and then we we looked into AM today we're just preparing and we feel good we just gotta go out there and play play our best basketball how we've been playing and we'll be fun yeah so i also wanted to talk about this season so is there a game, any specific game that really, you know, stood out to you this season? I mean, you guys had a lot of good wins towards the end of the season. You guys are playing your best basketball, including winning against Northwestern, at home, sadly, against my Terrapins at the buzzer. You know, yeah. what, what game do you really stuck out? And you would say is, you, you know, you're glad you were a part of that game. Uh, definitely the Maryland game. You know, we were down. <laughs> yeah, we, we were down for pretty much, I believe, the whole game. I'm, I'm, I don't remember if we were down the whole – I just don't remember having a lead at any point until, like – You guys end. had a lead in the first half. Like, it's it was, like, since, like, 13 minutes in the first half or something. Yeah, yeah. I, I just remember, like, feeling like, like we were behind, like, the whole game. We were always fighting back, but, you know, Maryland was doing a great job of – hitting shots at the right moment to like counter our runs that we were having. And then on senior night, you know, I'm a senior. So it was like emotions were high and that was a pretty much a must win game. And we don't like to say that, but it was pretty much a must win game to make the tournament. Oh, it was. Yeah. And then the way we won, it was, you know, it was like a fairy tale type ending there. 
Yeah. I mean, I saw how emotional you guys were. It was definitely, I mean, you know, being the salty Maryland fan I was, I was like, damn, like we should have won that game, but definitely cool to see. Um, and also like, I think the growth of Jalen, like Jalen's always been, he's always been a dog, but I think this year he's really been stepping up. Him and winter have been, and Lundy. I mean, these yeah. are guys that are playing so well. And if you can give me an example of like, you know, either one of your challenges or the team challenges or even their challenges specifically and how they overcame it. Like that would be really cool to hear. Mm-hmm. So I'd say the major challenge we had was we were breaking 500 in big 10 play for like the start. And then out of nowhere, we just had a slide that like we, we lost four games in a row. We lost like Purdue. I think we lost to Purdue at Purdue, Michigan at Michigan, Wisconsin at home, and then Nebraska at Nebraska a four-game stretch, and we pretty much, to stay on pace, we had to break two and two within those four games, and then we got off our path. So that was the challenge was just, like, taking those four losses. And, I mean, we all watch Bracketology, and we all know, like, what's going on and how many games you have to get to. So kind of, like, putting that stuff aside and just continuing to play our best basketball, even though we let some of the easier, quote-unquote easier, big games get away. Big 10 games get away. Yeah, no, totally. And I mean, look, you guys overcame that by getting hot at the right time. Mm-hmm. And honestly, that Purdue game was insane. I mean, that comeback was insane. Um, but I have a question for you, you know, playing in the Big Ten, being a part of such a good team and just a, an awesome season. There's a lot of this chatter. Everyone's saying, you know, the Big Ten isn't that great of a conference. They're just a bunch of mediocre teams you know no one can win on the road whatever what is your take on that i just want to know like from someone that plays in the big 10 that's a part of a team that is successful you know what's your take on people saying the big 10 is just not that great of a conference so what i've seen is from at least what i've seen people say is they say that the big 10 gets too many uh at-large bids for uh the tournament and I can see where they're coming from because of uh, like how they perform within the tournament, like losing in earlier rounds. So I can see where they're coming from. But the thing about the Big Ten that people don't give enough credit to is there are no bad teams in the Big Ten. So every game, home or away, you really have to bat. Like there's no game that's set in stone at all. Like I would probably say, like even when people are watching, what what was that? Nebraska. Yeah. You, Nebraska can beat you at any given moment. They have all the tools to get hot and can beat any team at any given moment. And that was considered to be one of the lower teams in our conference. But you can see, even with Ohio, Ohio State did in the Big Ten tournament, yep. anyone can make a run at any given moment. And I agree with you. I just think a lot of the chirping is getting out of hand. I think, you know, everybody thinks because everyone's kind of placing the same record-wise, having these similar records, that – it's just a mediocre conference, but you know, I also, I'm going to use Penn state as an example, like Penn state's can, like you guys can make a run. Like Michigan state can make a run. Like these teams at like the lower half of the big 10 can start making these runs in the tournament. And it just shows how good the conference is. So I, I agree with you. And I don't, I just, you shouldn't even let the talk get to you. I wanted to talk about Micah Shrewsbury for a second. You know, he is getting a lot of press now. He's coaching his way into one of the most successful seasons. He had a Penn State 
So what's it like to play for a guy like him? You know, what's been a piece of advice that he's given, you know, you specifically or the team that you just said, damn, like, this is really going to build my basketball career. This is really going to help me. This is going to help me grow. I'd say he he's comes from the NBA as well. So he knows a lot about like the long haul of, of a season and the toll that it takes on players. And he's very good at making sure that you're worried about one game, one possession at a time. So when we looked at the Big Ten tournament, we never looked at it like, oh, it's going to take four wins to win the thing. We looked at it like, all right, first game we got this team, second team game we got this team, third game we got this team. We took it one game at a time. But I'd definitely say just playing for him, playing for a winner, you know, winning at basically everywhere he's been at, that's a very important thing for us to, like, listen to him. Yeah, and I'm sure, you know, going into this game, he's going to use his experience 100%. Like, he, he coached at Boston. He was an assistant at Boston, I'm pretty sure. So yeah. he knows what it's like to win. So that's mm-hmm. great. Uh, I kind of want to talk about you for a second. So, you know, obviously this has been such a fun season for you. You know, we touched on your plans a little bit. You know, you weren't too sure, but you had a good idea of where you wanted to go after this. Are you doubling down? Do you have a new, you know, you know what you want to do now that's different than what you said in the past? Like, where are you at now? Or are you still just living in the moment and just figuring things out by the day? Pretty much still uh, in the same boat, just really focused on AM, focused on March Madness. And then, you know, yeah. when, when our season's over, that's when I'll like really start looking that much into the future. Right. And the tournament itself, you know, how do you feel about the bracket? I don't know if you've looked at it too much, but does anything surprise like Rutgers getting left off or anything like that? What, what really stands out to you? Any surprises or whatnot? Yeah. Yeah, I was kind of shocked that Rutgers got locked uh like that I, I felt like they got snubbed a little bit, but I mean that's just that's just that that's just how it goes with uh when sometimes like you know Mag went down for them and I was watching ESPN and some of like the experts were talking about the reason why like they got left off was they were looking at their play, you know, after Mag got injured and that played a factor and then obviously, you know, the loss to Minnesota up 10 with horrible a minute a minute left i'm sure that i'm sure that left a bad taste in like the mouth of the selection committee so i mean i mean regardless of who you would think is gonna someone someone's gonna have to get left off especially between like the first four teams like mississippi state's good pitt's good uh nevada's good so i mean someone had to get left off and you know unfortunately for Rutgers, it was them yeah I, i was definitely surprised by it also but like you just said someone had to get left off so, yeah, I mean, you know, any last overall thoughts on the squad and coming in, coming in and playing A&M, my apologies, you know, how's everyone feeling, you know, from some behind the scenes sources, you know, how are like Jalen and the squad doing? We're all doing good. You know, everyone's, everyone's feeling great. Everyone, even though we played four days in a row, everyone's rested, everyone's healthy. We're all good to go. That's awesome. Well, I'm excited to watch y'all keep doing your thing. Ishan, man, it's always great having you on. I'm sure we'll talk again in the future. Thanks for stopping by real quick, and best of luck, my guy. Appreciate that. Thank you for having me. Of course, homie.